0: Nothing
1: is oh gross. my god! Really cool. The uh, creepiest part of that video. I should have said this, but man, those bare feet really <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so bad. With the, when, might... the, when the green, it's very evident they weren't able to control the speed of the paint as well as they thought they <laughs> were able to. He yeah,
0: yeah, you ruined his shoes
2: real quick. Yeah, uh, that
0: that that actually might make. Sense.
2: super exciting edition of This Week in Music Videos, a podcast where we talk about This Week in Music Videos, just like it says on the box, Um, brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. Um, My name is Adam, and then with me as usual, of course, the stalwart, I don't even know what that word means, but it sounds correct, Uh, Mr. Doug Klinger, how are you, Doug? Doing super
0: good, Adam, just driving through the Gated Residential.
2: Yeah, is that, the, is that a Nicki Minaj line? Nope. Mm, okay, wow. well. Well, what, what's it from? It's, from? it's from The Hills
0: by The Weekend.
2: Oh, okay. I couldn't understand anything it was saying, so I couldn't really That's get cool.
0: it. That's uh, cool. The Weekend or me?
2: Uh, both. Okay. Um, so that intro went really well. Um, and with us, we have a special guest on the podcast this week. Uh, Someone who has been, it was three years ago, a little over three years ago when she was last on the podcast um, of LAMVF, the LA Music Video Festival, uh, Sammy Kriegstein. Sammy, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. I'm very glad to be here.
2: Um, I think the the last time we had you on the podcast, I think you were talking about like, I think it was the second year of LAMVF?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. We're going into our fifth, so...
2: And I I think last year we had Colleen on the podcast talking about the fourth year. So, this upcoming, I think, believe it, October is the fifth year, correct?
1: Correct. We don't have our actual dates nailed down just yet, but it's going to be probably in October.
2: (laughs) That's a good range. I mean, October is a long month. I think October has 31 days. It does. You got a lot of wiggle room there. Yeah. Um, and I mean LAMVF has always been like a music video festival plus a lot of other excellent stuff um, I know Doug has actually, Doug moderated a panel once Is that yeah. L- I, I believe is correct um, a few years ago and I know you guys have um, kind of uniquely have a lot of different categories within the music video genres uh, are you guys making any changes this year?
1: Um, well, we usually do, we have sort of five standard categories, and then we, we like to have like a wild card category, which would just kind of base on the trends that we notice when we're watching submissions. Um, and sometimes we'll even add more than one of those. Like last year, well, we always have narrative, non narrative, animated, student, and unofficial. Um, but last year we had lyric. And then uh, one of these sort of trends that we just noticed as submissions were coming in were a lot of really dark, gory videos, like really X-rated stuff. And so we just had the idea to do a midnight screening because they sort of didn't belong like with the student stuff for the kids, you know? But <laughs> they were badass and we wanted to screen them anyways and celebrate them. So yeah, there's always there's always those weird uh, Sort of collective subconscious type trends that you notice when you're getting videos from all over the world. So I like to leave a little room for that.
2: And the, the-, the videos are they like when you, you know, when, when you say midnight screening are these like like sexually explicit or more like uh, yeah. horror themed? Like what what is the trend you're noticing?
1: I, sort of all of the above. I mean, like really fucked up, just like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know stuff that uh, you just uh, picture. You know, showing a music video to your grandmother hmm. and having her never talk to you again. Mm-hmm. That was like the litmus test. <laughs>
2: that that you know that may or may not have already happened. <laughs> um, so and Adam's really gra- and is- your, and
0: Adam's grandmother is pretty liberal too, and it's but Adam really like pushes the pushes the envelope for sorry a
2: Anna. I'm sorry about that <laughs> um, so that is exciting and uh, midnight screening because yeah music and we've talked about this a million times how like fun music videos are to see on a big screen um mm-hmm. and it's always been like I remember every single time that I've been able to go to a screening but I've never been to like a midnight screening been to a midnight screening of films but never a midnight screening of music videos so that that is exciting
1: yeah um I w you know, one of these years it'd be really fun to do like a retrospective because there's also videos from years past that have stuck out to me like that. Oh, did I lose you guys? No, we're still here. Oh, something just closed on my computer. All right. That's um, cool. As long as you're there. Oh, it was all the videos. <laughs> no, <that's- laughs>
2: Don't worry, we're just gonna we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about current events now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs>
0: yeah. FIFA.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you guys heard about that FIFA thing, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... it's Yeah, because there are music videos that, that... You know, and they always have, like, the kind of, like, tame version on YouTube. And then the uncensored version is on Vimeo. And I always realize too late that there's an uncensored version. Like, after I've watched, you know, like, uh-huh. a five-minute video. And I'm like... And it's like, go to, you know, vimeo.com for the uncensored version. And... Then I gotta watch yeah. it all over again right that's
1: explicit mm-hmm. I, there was one from Denmark I want to say, which is also you always see a lot of fucked up stuff beautiful but fucked up coming <laughs> from. and it was gorgeous it was you know a piece of art but it was like the story of a husband who kills his wife with a knitting needle and then eat like cuts her up and cooks her and eats her
2: Jeez. and it's like
1: a love story, it's like a heart-wrenching, beautifully shot love story, but it's incredibly violent and graphic, and it was like physically hard to get through watching.
2: Doug, what that is it? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Doug.
0: What was going to say? That you guys screened that last year?
1: No, this was from oh. a different year, okay. but <laughs> something that had stuck with me because at the time it hadn't made it through, but it, it struck me as a really well-done video. I mean, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like a lot of gore. I don't watch a lot of scary movies, but we try and screen things that have merit no matter what, you know, your, your predilections are. And um, it was something I sort of always wished we had screened because it was so memorable to me. And so when uh, I started noticing like a whole bunch of those, I thought, well, maybe we can put together a program to celebrate this stuff that kind of doesn't fit anywhere else.
2: So how, how did the, the Lyric video, how how were the Lyric videos, like, program received last year? Because I thought that was interesting that you guys decided to include that because we had been kind of tracing the rise mm-hmm. of the Lyric video, and um, it's, I don't know if you could call it still on the rise. I think it's kind of like an accepted kind of standard now, something that people kind of, you know, even expect. Um, yeah. What, what did people think of, of, of that screening?
1: Um, I don't think it was a standout, to be perfectly honest. It was a way for us to broaden the conversation around videos. You know, we wanted to address, just like you said, the fact that those are so prevalent now. Um, but I think that the crowd that comes to the festival, they're such hardcore cinematic music video fans, and they, those people are probably not the target demo for lyric videos. Lyric videos, I think, to to that crowd may seem more like placeholders. You know, they're really, like, for the fans of the artist who just need to see something with the sound of the song as soon as it comes out so that they have, obviously, the lyrics or they just feel like they're getting a sneak peek before the official video comes, you know?
0: And what kind of... Uh... Like, were you, were there similarities between the lyric videos that, you, that were coming through, or were, were they, um, you know, because there's a, a wide range of what you can get um, in a lyric video. What were some of the things that you were seeing uh, in the submissions?
1: It was a really broad range. Um, there were some really slick videos that were just animated. There were some that were combination live action with sort of graphics across them, um, you know. They really, I think what's nice is because you're working sort of with more limited resources and it really is just for the fans, um, I think that people spend more time trying to make sure that the visuals match the song rather than just make the artist look cool, you know, so tonally the songs were all over the map and so were the visuals.
2: It's like that. What was that lyric video for the Katy Perry song where it was all done and emojis? And emojis, yeah. That's that's the one that sticks out in my head for some reason.
1: Yeah, I I mean, you hope and like what we tried to program were examples that were that creative because I you know I think that with any music video you should take on the challenge to be as creative as possible. You know, um, that's the beauty of them, but you don't see it as often because again they're sort of like. I think that labels see them a little bit as throwaways and placeholders. They want it to be passable, but they don't really give directors a ton to sink their teeth into, unless the director's just proactive like that. And I think the Katy Perry example is an awesome one. Yeah, I, I,
0: go ahead, Doug. I was just gonna say I'm I'm actually pretty glad that you guys did a lyric mm-hmm. like that. You did a lyric video screening because I think um, it. So often, like, the lines get blurred between lyric videos and stuff. Like, there can be music videos where the lyrics aren't in them, but it's still adopted as an official music video or still used as an official music video. And, like, the lines get super blurry. And I think that, like, things like this, like establishing a, a specific category for lyric videos, helps kind of define those separations. And, uh, you know, it, it just, I, I think it's really helpful because I, I think it's important that there is kind of a distinction of a lyric video and a music video. And, and I think that, you know, it's, it's important that those two things are kind of seen as separate things.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is its own challenge, right? You have to figure out an artistic way that doesn't feel stilted um, to incorporate text, a lot of text, you know, in a four minute video. So they can get old really fast, but the great ones really stand out. Um, it's it's entirely different
2: it's a music it's a video good. farm team <laughs> um, I shouldn't say that <laughs> the, it's the, there, there have been many great lyric videos I think the public kind of gets confused um, I think if you ask the average person on the street what the difference between a lyric video and a music video is I don't, I'm not sure they would be able to tell you and I think that's why a lot of uh, like music blogs and things like that get that wrong they'll be like oh here's the new music video um, right. especially obviously li- just a bunch of texts or something.
0: Even if it's like, because a lot of times you'll see like tangible live action practical lyric videos sometimes and those can get really confusing. Um, and now like they're being physically commissioned uh, as well. And I'm sure they, all, they always have been, but now like production companies who also make music videos are being hired to make lyric videos and you know, that, that further blurs those lines. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's still they are still changing. I think not, not as significantly like like you mentioned, Adam. They're kind of just now accepted, um, but but you do see some some like continued progression. And now I think it's like it, it, it's a process. Like it, particularly for like a Vivo music video, like mm-hmm. you know that you're going to get a lyric video and probably like just the album cover and and the audio uploaded to YouTube uh, before the music video. It like. For the larger acts, it's it's almost a a given.
1: Yeah, I mean, the lyric video really was a fan thing first, and I think that we're only now seeing them commissioned, you know, with any consistency because the labels are trying to catch up to the fans. You know, like a fan could throw up a lyric video before the official video got out, and they would get the lion's share of the views because people would just have the song on repeat. so you know I understand why it happened, and I understand why in the industry, they're a little controversial because it sort of cannibalizes the views on on the real thing in a lot of people's minds. Um, but it, you could also see it as yet another opportunity to create some super cool visuals to go with a song, which is fun and awesome and what you know what the festival's about and the whole community it's just. It's strange because I know resources are already so tight for music videos, and it's like cutting—it's kind of cutting a chunk out to siphon off to lyric videos. Strange. I think that's the vibe.
2: Do you guys have yeah. any guests lined up for this year's LAMVF?
1: Um, they are—I can't announce anything yet. But as soon as we have Come on. our date, no, I can't. <laughs> um, as soon as we have our, our dates. Like nailed down, I'm going to uh, request maybe to come on again and announce it and announce our guests and all the fun stuff we're going to do. It's going to be a really cool, different kind of year.
0: Sweet. Uh,
2: I will, you know, I'm going to...
0: So, I'm saying sweet. That's, I'll accept that.
1: I'm,
2: I'm, I'm going to, you know, just come and say that, that Doug and I are guests of honor and we will sweet. be giving a four-hour talk. I believe it is on night two of the of the festival. Um yeah. four, hours the, e- four hours, each. four and hours the, each. Yeah, yeah. And the talk is Dang. Doug and Adam's journey to creating <laughs> IMVDB, a four-hour right. PowerPoint presentation.
1: I can't believe you let the cat out of the bag. I'm uh, sorry.
2: i am just I'm too excited. I've already got I've already got sixty slides in the PowerPoint presentation. Already. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and speaking of. Uh, Doug and Adam's journey to IMVDB. Doug, you turned 30 yesterday. Uh, Yeah. 30 years happy. old.
1: Hey,
2: Thanks. Yeah, happy birthday, Doug. Thanks. Um, and it, it yielded an uh, interesting... It's it did. It yielded, you know, birthdays are on the internet are always fun. Because I always have people that I, like, literally do not know anymore that I couldn't really tell them, tell you, like, Who they are or like what relationship they have to me in my life, telling me happy birthday on Facebook. But you had uh, Lance Drake uh, link you up to an pretty incredible music video, as I think is a a gift to you on your thirtieth birthday. Right. Um, And that is uh, Garth Brooks' uh, video called "The Red Strokes" from (laughs) 1994. Um, A video that is not available anywhere on YouTube. It is only available on a site that I've never heard of before in my life, um, musicplayon.com.
0: Which is, and the video only worked, I had to go to three different browsers to get that <laughs> video to play. It didn't work for me in Chrome, just the audio played. In Firefox, it didn't play at all, and I had to go uh, to Safari to to watch this video. So it was, it was worth that. It was that. worth was clicking why it.
1: my browser crashed. That's <laughs> <a> browser. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've, right. got, I've got, when I look at the, the page with the video, the video is like 1, you know, 1 20th of the page, and then another portion is a giant Kroger ad for <laughs> chicken, uh, which is 99 cents with my Kroger card. Um, so it's that kind of site. It's something obviously that, you know, this is not an official Garth Brooks channel. Well,
0: um, and what, I, what I think is happening, because you literally cannot find this video anywhere else, and... Um, Lance, in a, in, in a Facebook comment, which means it's definitely true, uh, said that the, it's it's like allude to the fact that it seems like Garth Brooks has tried to scrub this video from the internet. And what my assumption is, is just this random website is not responding to DMCA claims. <laughs> And so you two and Vivio are like, yeah, we'll take, we got to take this down. But like this random website that nobody knows of or heard of is like, nope, Garth Brooks getting covered in red paint and blood is staying up on this website for everyone to see. Mm. Uh, and that's what's happened, right?
2: It is. And yeah, before we get into the music videos of the week, I, I felt like we should kind of okay,
0: Yeah, we got to lead with this. Yeah, we got to lead
2: with it as a thank you to Lance. And also, of course, celebration of Doug surviving 30 years. Um, because, like, I've been in a a many months long debate with my wife about the like the relevance of Garth Brooks. I don't know. I don't know if you guys were Garth Brooks fans when you were like, you know, in the like alive in the nineties, whatever age you were. Sammy, were you a Garth Brooks fan at any point?
1: I can't claim to have been one. No, but you were aware
2: of him, sort of tangentially.
1: Yeah. He, I mean, let's let me say this. I am a fan after watching this video. <laughs> um so this video sense. is
2: directed directed by somebody named John Small, that I've I've no idea who he is. Um but he appears on the little um old school Kyron. style MTV Chiron, yeah. Um and it starts with it's a Garth Brooks in like a white suit and a white cowboy hat at a white piano, John Lennon style. Um in like a uh a, a white room and he, it, it, all you see is a puddle of red And he appears out of The puddle of red Like rises up with his piano In all it's 1994 glory um, It is amazing And I think Sammy before the pod, we started recording You described it as His attitude toward the camera As something I can't remember what it was
1: um, Very aggressive <laughs> <laughs> He's just like Mad dogging the camera He's so pissed
2: He seems he seems genuinely upset to be there and upset that he is paid for this.
0: And and it's like he's making eye contact with with the camera, like so, like he's angry at the camera for filming him, and he locks in on it every time it's in the like if it like the 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 shot will like move down. Like across, like over his face, like he's not in frame, and then the camera moves down, and like he's revealed, and he's like locked in the whole time the camera is moving, like following the camera. Like fuck you, uh, <laughs> he's just he's very angry uh, and very intimidating.
2: And, and and I think it's important to remember that like this is 1994, and around this time, I think, you know, I was a little young for this, but looking back, I feel like the music videos went through a period where. Like basically splattering paint was the thing to do. It was like an exact like I don't know if you guys remember the Little Miss Can't Be Wrong video, um, that is basically like, you know them on a white you know white screen splattering paint at each other, um, and there are points in this video where Garth Brooks is just literally being have somebody is on a ladder dumping cans of paint on his head, um, <laughs> as he like tries to maintain looking cool uh, to the camera. Um, it's, it's truly amazing.
0: It really is a special video. I like when he comes up from the paint. Uh,
2: and there is, uh, so I did find some behind the scenes information on this.
1: Oh my god. Um,
2: Where? Some some blog, some blog claiming that this is their favorite video of all time, and they, they saw a behind the scenes featurette, which I was unable to, to find. Um,
0: so it's the second-hand
2: blog information the secondhand about... blog information, so take it uh, uh, as you will. Um, and it says, to shoot the video, it took 5,000 gallons of paint, and they went through 12 white Stetson cowboy hats and 18 full tuxes and six baby grand pianos. Oh, my God. Uh,
1: yeah, I started the- watching it and just thinking, all I could think about was like the dumb amount of money it must have cost
0: yes so much money so much money
1: and just the dumbest
0: like 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 five hundred thousand dollars on red paint uh in nineteen whatever 94 like just yeah This, this is this is this is 17 videos
2: and i think this this could be credited as as my favorite shot in a music video of all time um and I'll briefly describe it cuz I think it's it's an experience that you you really need to see <laughs> Garth Brooks is staring intently at you wearing all white <laughs> sitting a, at a white piano and then the camera pulls back and then you realize you are traveling between someone's legs <laughs> who is wearing all Glad
1: you're, you're talking about this cuz this is my favorite part.
2: <laughs> this is um truly I could not believe that I was watching this um it pulls back And you realize as it pans up that the person who is wearing all black and is also playing the solo at the point in the song is indeed Garth Brooks who is giving you the same like look that the original Garth Brooks was staring intently into your soul and then it goes back and just like the the
1: guitar standing on his own piano
2: (laughs) it is the height of amazing, like, 90s Garth Brooks hubris. Um, I, 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 I really do think this is my f- favorite shot in a music video of all time. That's
1: good. I agree. That's I'm glad you're on board, Sammy. Wait, so hold on a
0: second. Your favorite shot in a music video of all time? All time, yeah. All right. That's um, a, it's an Adam Alexander-level statement right there.
2: Yeah. It could be the best shot ever made ever, really.
0: Should turn it into a we should. We should make it a GIF.
2: Because will, will it loop? Mm, it would loop, yeah. Oh, no. I don't think the shot would loop. Because you don't go back into Garth Brooks. It kind of ends. You could. You could,
0: yeah. Be, if it's the greatest shot of all time, it's worth trying to make it work. It's all I'm saying.
2: John Small, <laughs> if you're listening to this, we we need your help. We need to go back to 1994. Um. But anyway, so that will, yeah, that video will be linked in the show notes cuz you cannot find it any, anywhere else. So if you want to watch it, you have to go to musicplayon.com. Um and yeah, World the, Famous website. Yeah, World Famous website with Kroger ads all over it. Um, and right below the video, at basically the same size as the video, is a link that says Play the Garth Brooks Quiz, which I don't think I want to do. So, um, I don't think I know enough about Garth Brooks. Um so we do have some music videos to talk about this week. Um,
0: from this week, because we did just talk about a music video. We
2: did just talk about a music video, but that music video was from 21 years ago. Um, was it 21 years ago? Yeah. That seems Ish. a little crazy. Yeah, Right. Um, but as we have talked about in this podcast before, music videos come out, if you can believe it, every single week. Um, and we have to kind of like wade through them. And... I, <sighs> I don't know I, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this Sammy because I think in March we kind of did a retrospective of what had come out in the music video world in you know in the year 2015 so far and kind of come to the conclusion that it was a bit of a like lower key year mm. for, for music videos overall I mean we we didn't see the giant sort of um really like like very widely known in you know in the culture music videos like we saw in 2013 2014 and mm-hmm. i feel like you know this week isn't changing anybody's mind but there is sort of like more of a depth i think there's we're finding a lot more lower key music videos that are like of higher quality
1: yeah i i feel like um, i feel like that's now happening like the art form's maturing in a new way because people are are becoming so much more accustomed to just watching short form entertainment in general you know like to see a satisfying narrative in a few minutes played out in what would have in the past just been maybe like a a bubbly music video is becoming um more the norm does that make any sense
2: That does, yeah. I think, like, music videos, like, the story in 2013 and 2014 was, like, oh, music videos are back. And we needed those, like, big showpieces, like Wrecking Ball or... um, Chandelier. Chandelier, something like that, to kind of, you know, kind of navigate the whole route there. And now we've kind of settled in, and there's less of a reliance on those giant set pieces, although we, you know, kind of disappointingly haven't seen those yet. Um but we are you know we are getting i think music video directors and the people the whole industry behind it settling in and and, and this this feeling that okay music videos are going to go away yeah. next month um you know we can kind of explore some some things that maybe we weren't didn't have the room to explore in 2013 and 2014
0: um i think that that i think that you can see that reflected in this in this week for sure
2: yeah, cause, like Doug, what would you what would you want to start with?
0: Well, uh, I guess if you're if if we're gonna lead in with that, I guess um, a interesting place to start would be "Human Sadness" by Julian Casablancas and the Voids. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you what do you think that that seems to that seems to bear some resemblance to kind of what you're talking to about.
2: I mean, in terms of short form entertainment, I'm not sure if this qualifies. Well, as it 13, 13 minutes.
0: It doesn't qualify as short. Well, it's still short. It's not a, a not a feature, but it's still somebody like it's still the type of music video that like I feel like you're 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 trying something that you wouldn't have had the guts to try two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like I feel like this is a this is like a pretty wacky music video like in terms of just like all of the places that it goes um and uh like i don't i don't think you would have necessarily seen this type of music video you know prior you know know, a couple years ago so i think that in in in, although it's not necessarily short form at 13 minutes uh in music video terms it's it definitely like matches that matches up to
2: that and we should describe a little bit of what this video is about. It's directed. Actually, when I saw the the two directors on this, I thought I was I was super excited for this video because it's Warren Fu and Nicholas uh, Goosen. Who Sammy? He was. I think he was on a, the panel. One of the panel members of the panel that yeah. Doug moderated.
1: Yeah, we've actually done director spotlights on both of these directors, both of these guys, and they like strike me is very different at. First glance, but then when I sort of thought about it, and then obviously when I started watching it, I I recognized some of the similarities that they have, and I think it really came together in a kick ass kind of way.
2: <laughs> and it's kind of tough to describe this video um, because it's built as a you know I think one of the elements that immediately that you, when you start watching when, that you recognize as a war and food element is. I hate to call it retro but i it's the only term that I can really think of um this like uh, retro
1: future yeah
2: exactly like eighties style you know the eighties thinking about the future um and the technology of the eighties you know like the in, even in the title graphics um and the way everything is is kind of framed and lit um I feel like is very worn Fu esque I think it's even billed as um uh, I can't remember what it, what it's actually billed as. Uh, let me see here. I'll cut this out. Cause they, don't they don't they say it's some sort of type of short?
0: They say like it's live or something.
2: Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um. Yeah, and and, and I agree. You you'd think like these two directors. You know, Warren Fu has such a defined style, and Nicholas Goosen has directed a lot of. I would call like funny music videos, I guess. Um.
0: He's, he did a couple, like he did, you know, some of like the early, earlier Evidence videos um, and stuff like that. But yeah, he's—I know him a lot like, for like the dirt, dirt Nasty videos,
1: yeah, or like Andy Milanakis, those guys,
0: right? Riff, riff Raff and and yeah, essentially three three Loco. He did do a Walk a Flock of right. Flame video uh, earlier this year. So, um you know, and he and he did a Clinton Sparks video. So you know, he definitely isn't just working with one type of artist, but he's definitely like he fits right in with those other guys. Uh the riffraffs of of the of the hip hop world.
2: And the video is kind of set around a live performance, kind of like a live um, pseudo-TV performance, um, and then has, it, it's really, I mean, this is a 13-minute video with a lot of things going on, so I won't try to describe it, but um, there are definitely a lot of um, intercut pieces of, you know, a lot of different types of footage, um, some from, like, Vietnam, um, some from, it, it even feels like modern modern times, uh, you know, social issues, uh, and that there is a fo- focus on social issues, um, but uh, it's 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 interesting because it, it's for a 13 minute video there is there's not like a central real like n- like easily like picked up narrative, which I think is 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 a bit of a risk for you know people you know obviously from the Strokes are know uh, Julian Casablancas. Um, I think less the voids but I think he's a major draw there so even for like a 13 minute video it still has you know 109,000 views for only being out for you know two days
0: yeah no it definitely and and like it's kind of this, this video kind of matches this song perfectly this song is kind of ma- messy and all over the place um, in a good way and I feel like that's kind of the case in this video as well like it's kind of uh you're trying to like keep track of the the images that you recognize as connected to one another, but like it's it's really tough and it's clearly intentionally tough um, um but I kind of just like like it like the uh like it's it's still kind of connected really well with kind of just these stylistic elements that um you know it's still it feels very worn foo in those elements and and I think all that stuff very really ties the whole video together still.
1: I feel like I could see, I could sort of see the imprint of both both directors, you know, knowing their styles, and then watching it. And I think, like you guys said, it it matches the the combination of those two guys and, and what they're able to do with the visual narrative really matches the song well. It's almost like now that I've seen it and heard it, it's almost hard to imagine any other video with mm. that song. Yeah, you know?
2: which yeah, is always. Definitely.
1: That I look for when I am programming, so I really love that they feel completely um, interconnected and inextricable from one another.
2: It's interesting that you say that. That's so. That's one of the things that you look for when you are trying to like put together the LAMVF like program, like uh, like yeah. trying to go back to a song and then like that you think of the song and that's the image that pops into your head.
1: Yeah, right. Like it's sort of hard to piece together maybe which came first you know you sort of obviously you know that the song had to come first but they're so dependent on one another that's a really nice thing and it's not um like a deal breaker but it's something that I definitely pay attention to when I feel it when I'm watching something
2: and Lee and Casablanca's, (laughs) I I he always like seems to be such an interesting presence in music videos. For some reason, I, whenever I, uh, uh, watch him a music video, I think about, um, him in the lonely Island boombox video, um, <laughs> directed by Akiba Schaefer from 2010. Um, and the lonely Island did so many music videos, but this one just seems like more real cause he's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's such, he's such like a, obviously very low key performer, but, uh, a really amazing performer as well, so uh I I also am interested in how like the partnership between Warren Fu and Nicholas Goosen came together.
0: I'm I'm feeling like this video, because of the the scale of it, um, that and and all of the different locations and stuff, it feels like almost just like different parts of it were directed by different people. Like I'm 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 wondering how often uh the two the two of them were like in the same on the same set like it feels like they kind of almost divvied up the work cuz there's also an additional um director listed it's uh they're literally listed as additional director and it's uh i think it's Wissa it W I S S A I don't know what to say that name but <laughs> uh um is someone who directed a Karen O video and Karen O is also on Cult Records with Julian Casablancas, and Warren Fu is also heavily involved in Cult Records. Um, so there's connections there. But with the third director, I feel like they're kind of just like breaking down this video, and 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 different people are are kind of taking different portions of it.
2: So we should move on to. Should we move on to the Nicki Minaj "The Night well, uh, we... video? We
0: should, but also it's important that, like, I recommend watching this 13-minute video. Like, we did talk about it for a while, so obviously we do, but, like, do tuck in and and check this out. It's worth, it's worth kind of, I know hitting play on a 13-minute video, you have to, like, psych yourself up to do it, but it's worth the psych up.
1: Yeah, you'll go on a journey. This is an epic story.
0: It's a journey. Uh, Uh, Do do you
2: recommend any or Sammy as well any sort of like substances to be on while watching (laughs) this thirteen minute video? Or could you watch? So (laughs)
1: what's that? I said your substance of choice. I I think a wide variety of pairings would work for this Mm -hmm. one.
2: Like a nice like dry (laughs) white wine. (laughs) I did nachos.
0: That was my drug. So. Very
2: good. It went, it went really good with it. All right, nachos. nachos are anti drug.
0: Mm, mm, well, the kind of nachos I eat are, I don't know. That's such a dumb <laughs> joke. I'm not even going to finish it. Uh, uh, let's so, move to Nicki Minaj. I think this is because this ties back to some of what we were talking about last week because this is a music video that premiered technically last week on Tidal. Oh, uh, my God. Sammy, you have
2: a Tidal account, right?
1: I do not have a title account. What? I'm sorry, Jay Z. Oh my Sammy,
2: God,
0: Sammy, do you know anyone with a title account?
1: I don't know anyone, you guys.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think we. I don't. I'm pretty. I, I think maybe one one person at my work has you know, one.
1: who I think has title accounts are like fifty two year old business people, like record executives, who want so desperately to be in touch with the kids and are so out of touch but they make their assistant sign them up for title.
0: well so i would i would my dad is doesn't my dad doesn't quite fit that full description but like my dad is someone who will like hire someone to set up his like house for music to play like when people comes over he wants to play music and he just like hires someone to Make it so he can play whatever music he wants with his iPad in the house. And that person put everything on there. He's got Spotify and all these things, uh, and he doesn't even know how to use half of them. And so maybe maybe somebody like that might get a, a title account in the mix. Think I don't that, know. Yeah, I think that fills. I think that's their whole usership right now. <laughs> is my dad and the and the and the record record execs that you just described.
2: You guys, I proudly pay my twenty dollars a month for my premium title account. Um I can you hear lie. I hear the difference. I know it's I know it's luxury premium audio. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and through my uh iPhone headset I can hear the difference. So you guys are haters. Um, and so you guys, your iPhone headset. Yeah, my iPhone headset. I have all the technology, all the latest techs. Um, and you guys are probably hating on this uh, "The Night Is Still Young" video by Nicki Minaj.
0: I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm hating
2: on it. Dr. Biden <laughs> Hannah Lux Davis,
0: who is also who is also profiled by LA Music Video Festival.
1: That is correct. I'm uh. loving this track record right now. <laughs> and
0: she's and and uh, and has also been. Uh, uh, somewhat on this podcast So um,
2: what, do mean, what do you mean somewhat on this podcast? She was no, supposed-
0: someone, someone Someone on this podcast Oh,
2: right, right, she was on the podcast, correct right. um, So someone. I think, in the, the, so the career of Nicki Minaj I think is is We're coming to a crossroads here um, <laughs> Because we really need to know From Nicki Minaj If she's going to be Like an innovative Podcast uh, like challenge you know pop star that's going to challenge us or if we're going to get this sort of song over and over i I don't know if you guys remember the kind of controversy on whatever the new york radio hip-hop radio station is um where 97 yeah when one of the pundits was calling her out for starships pundits yeah, one of one of the music pundits on, uh, you know, your 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 New York hip hop radio. You
0: Mean like a DJ. Yeah, DJ. Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay. Um, kind of calling her out for Starships as being something that was against like her modus operandi as an artist and being against her character, and being sort of a money grab, and this video or no, the song, I guess, feels very Starships esque. Mm. Um, from Nicki Minaj, and not that that's a bad thing. It well, was um, that like a huge hit. It was a huge hit. Um, but Nicki Minaj kind of sort of cycles back and forth between um, something like "Stupid Ho," that's more you know less of a huge hit, but is has a little more credibility, and something like this, "The Night Is Still Young," um, which I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that Pitbull was not in this.
0: Uh, well, I, I I think I think. Um... Nicki Minaj fits in both of those lanes and can transition back and forth. I think she can be uh hip hop and and pop. Um and this is definitely a lot more on the pop side. Um But I, I think there's I think there's room for her to for her to be both. Do you are you do you agree with the music pundits?
2: Uh not necessarily, I guess. Um I like Starships. Um but I think Nicki Minaj fluctuates a lot but i think that when she does go in this direction i mean like there's no better director than Hannah Lux Davis for this kind of thing cuz this is a really colorful fun video and features something i have not seen before which i believe is a Lamborghini taxi which i'm almost positive was i think in my theory was paid for by the, whatever company controls New York taxis to combat the coolness of Uber
0: <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> love that they did this Lamborghini taxi uh, I think it's a, a Vine by Chris D- Uh I think that's how you say that guy's name um, where he like is filming a yellow Lamborghini he's like we're going to get a Lamborghini don't, don't get one that looks like a taxi it's, it's, <laughs> it's way funnier when it's not me and it's him Um but it's really, it's really funny that he, because it's true. Like, if you're gonna get a Lamborghini, why would you get one in the color of a taxi? And then they make a Lamborghini taxi in this music video. All they had to do was put the word "taxi" on the front, and otherwise, this is just a regular Lamborghini, Lamborghini that's yellow, um, which is very chill. I'm, I'm glad that they made that choice. I think that's, I would, th- I think that's a reference to that vine. I'm gonna, until we hear otherwise, I'm gonna. Make that
2: assumption no, no, this is one hundred percent a paid for <laughs> ad placement by taxis um, by again, taxis quote taxis by Who's that? there there is i mean <laughs> there has to be some sort of union or something like that that is getting their lunch eaten by you uber, and <laughs> what better place I mean they've got they okay, they've got somebody drinking like a uh, something out of a, something called a mate uh or whatever some sort of
0: there's definitely product placement in this video yeah and i'm just saying that the taxi
2: the taxi is a product placement as well i
0: mean all right they put product placements in music videos that's definitely sure and there's there's definitely them in this music video but that would be insane that if that's what the department of transportation or something in the city is using their resources to it's like oh shit let's Let's, how, how are we going to get people to use taxis again and somebody's just like Lamborghini taxi <laughs> it's like, and he's like put in a music video and, uh, and they do that's, that's, uh, that's something that it's, it, seems, it seems a little far fetched it seems about as far fetched as a Lamborghini taxi
1: but so. if you saw a Lamborghini with like Uber in the window at the beginning of the video you would be like oh Uber paid for that
0: you're absolutely right.
2: Totally, yeah. The, the the brand of New York City taxis is owned by someone. I mean, somebody is making money off of that, and somebody's controlling that. It's not just somebody <laughs> who's like spray painting their car yellow and going. Yeah. I don't
1: actually. I don't actually
2: believe that. But <laughs> you wait, you.
0: Okay. But, but she's. But you were good. You were good at supporting the argument, which is all we asked for. Uh,
2: <laughs> wait, Sam, you don't believe that that taxis are controlled by someone or that this is this is paid for by someone
1: both I think <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean neither I don't think I believe either of those um I think I mean like I like thinking you know I I want to believe that that was like the thing that sold the treatment you know like where in a futuristic metropolitan city at night and a Lamborghini taxi pulls up to the curb.
0: Yeah, I think it's that too. You but know,
1: is- Nikki was like, I have to have it. Let's do
0: it. <laughs> right. That's, these are, this is just as much of a guess, though, as as that, you know, the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission all paid for this. Uh, no, the,
2: first it's, it's not a guess. It is applying what I think is a very, very true thing. For yeah. the music videos And then if you see a brand in a music video Somebody paid to get it there um, yeah, Especially the word, in a Nicki Minaj music video
0: Yeah but the word taxi Isn't a, ba- a brand There no, oh, like, is
2: The New York City taxi Is 100% a brand But, um,
0: the, but the word taxi Is not a brand like, but, you, like, but
2: the, the, the livery of the taxi And the yellow and the checkerboard That is 100% a brand I, I guarantee you um, Same with MateFit whose site I am on right now Um, I cannot tell what they do. They are an official sponsor of UFC, but they've also sponsored the Nicki Minaj music video.
0: Of course they did, but like, so your your suggestion is that every time there's a taxi in a music video, that it it was paid for.
2: When it's when it's a taxi that makes you think, oh, Nicki Minaj takes taxis instead of Ubers. So, like in the
0: Carly Rae Jepsen video, when. Tom Hanks gets into like the old timey taxi. You think that was also a product placement? Possibly. I'm not. I, I mean, this is the first I've ever thought of this. I'm not saying that there is. Sammy, S- this <laughs> is a good.
2: This is a good. Opp- I mean, there could be an opportunity for an all product placement screening.
1: <laughs> but because I don't. But not there's just like... every screening. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like a, yeah right. Um it, but there's like there's no singular taxi service it's it's all separate like um you, you as a taxi driver you like apply for a license and then you are a taxi driver you don't like uh yeah but you get it's the, not you... that simple but like you you apply for a license and then you get the car like you don't you're not a um,
2: you get the livery, though. Please. You get the anyway. I think you know what I'm going to put a link in the show notes. It's gonna that is gonna uh, support me. Um, so go to the show <laughs> notes, click on you're the link. Like, to,
0: you're you're making us also learn about the information that you're sitting on through after you post this podcast. Click, click
2: on the link called Adam is Right, um, <laughs> and then uh, and then you'll see that I think. But but I think besides that, this video is. Fun and and colorful and uh, and I enjoyed it. There is sort of like a futuristic, um, urban feel to it, um, and the the whole the whole like message of the song is we are still young. Doug, you're not still young. You just turned thirty, so you're you're, you're rapidly yeah. aging. Um, but Nicki Minaj is still young, um, and that's sort of the whole point of the song. So I think uh, Hannah Lux Davis did a good job with kind of translating that.
0: Wait, isn't the song's about the night being young, not a person?
2: Yeah, but she says so. Are we young? Uh,
0: Oh, right. But uh, Nicki Minaj just so it's clear is three years older than me. Hmm. Um, So she's young. I'm not. I get it. I get it. It's very chill. Uh, The weekend, the hills (laughs) is also a video that came out this week, and I would like to I'd like to talk about it. Uh, Directed by Grant Singer. who's been on this podcast uh this video features the weekend who's who we've talked about a lot on this podcast mm-hmm. um uh kind of staggering away from a, a flipped car um in the middle of a fancy neighborhood
2: in the morning right it's early morning
0: very early uh is that early morning or is that, or if, is that if it's
2: like- if it's like early evening they parted way too hard too early <laughs> yeah, I
0: I actually did read this as early evening, like right before nightfall. Sammy, what, what did you read it as?
1: Um, Given where the video ends, I thought it was moving into evening, but I'm looking at it on mute right now, and it does kind of look like early morning.
2: Yeah, you I mean, guys yeah. don't party nearly hard enough. <laughs> you guys are weak ass partyers. Well, I don't.
0: Yeah. Are we just? Um, I don't know if I'm assuming that this is a from a party. Is that what you got from that? Isn't there's a lady who gets out of the car and she's got like um
2: yeah she's got she's got forearm length blue gloves yes, on.
0: Yeah. Oh, so those are party gloves. I guess there's I look at the,
1: there's two ladies in the car. You guys, two ladies, right?
0: Because he opens the back door too. Um uh, what
1: happened to the second lady?
0: Well, she just doesn't push him. I think yeah. she just hangs. He he just lets her out. Yeah. Those are party gloves. I thought they were like me- medical, <laughs> some kind of like gloves to keep your hands dog, dog. clean. What, what are
2: you? What's going on? Did,
0: you know
1: how, how, how did they look you get like them? Blue. They look like kind of rubbery. Like you wash. Yeah. They look
0: blue. They look blue and rubbery. I don't medical. I didn't think she was doing anything medically. I they just looked blue and rubbery. Like she was. I don't know. Maybe. Doing something with drugs, or I, I, I don't know what I thought, but it makes way more sense that they're party gloves. I'll tell you that. Wait,
2: uh, are party gloves a real thing?
0: I've never worn party gloves.
1: Fancy gloves. Right. Fancy yeah.
2: gloves. But do you? But do people, for instance, Sammy, you have a a pair of, uh, you know, forearm length gloves.
1: I have in the past. Hmm. I. Definitely had a pair of fancy elbow covering like long gloves at a bar bar mitzvah. <laughs> I, I want to say at one point that <laughs> matched my fancy dress for Adam, that.
0: Have you, Adam, have you ever ever worn forearm like
2: gloves uh, for a bar mitzvah? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it
1: hasn't.
2: Um, I yeah, I think so, so. I immediately read this as they've been out out. All night partying.
0: Okay, that makes way. That makes makes way. Not worse. like
2: it's like six o'clock and they just got home from like Panera or whatever.
0: Well, I didn't really like. I. It, it's not necessarily. Like, I mean, obviously that makes a lot more sense. But what? What attracted me to this video was just the kind of the atmosphere of it. And mm-hmm. so, um, I yeah, didn't place those things the first time I watched it. And now I talked into a microphone and you you
2: are probably right, so he walks away from the car and it explodes right um, and have you you guys have seen the cool guys never look at explosions video right
0: uh, I don't I haven't, but i I get it and and the and the weekend like is pretty awesome in this sense it's essentially like he doesn't even flinch no doesn't even think twice it's like he anticipated it
2: um so if so, the ending of this video is he you know they're in a fancy neighborhood, and he just sort of walks into a house um and in the house is this sort of red lit room with a dude with two kind of skimpily dressed ladies on it um i like I watched this ending a few times and didn't really know what to make of it did did do you guys feel the same well this hey.
0: Sorry, I, this is a very Grant Singer feeling moment to me. And isn't this the same guy from uh, one of the other Grant Singer videos? Um, the Ariel Pink Dazed in Daydreams video?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, he does look a little familiar. Yeah. Is
0: it that same guy? I thought, I, I thought it could even have been a reference to this dude. Hmm. Um, it, looked, it, looked like, it looks like that same guy to me. Um, I could be wrong, because it yeah because it, it's real quick. Um, spooky red room though, um, yeah. So, Joe, Sam, did you have a take on that moment?
1: Yeah. Well, first, the, my first take on it when I watched it through was just that this is setting us up for a continuing narrative, maybe in yeah. the next video. Hmm. Um, but then now, just sort of thinking through it again and scanning it I mean I don't know guys go with me on this maybe (laughs) maybe uh, this is some sort of purgatory or or hell and he's actually died in this car accident I know that he interacts with the girl but maybe it's some sort of Mm. you know I'm with you yeah he goes into this house he walks up the stairs and into this he's sort of going deeper and deeper inside this dark place. He's sort of emotionless. and He's
0: very shadowy. Like, he's... There's almost time... Like, there's a few shots where I thought he was a shadow, and then I will see his face, Um, which could be very ghostly. Uh, You know, if you're just a shadow, you could be... A ghost could be just a shadow. Uh, I'm, I'm with you, 100%. At the beginning of this video, I thought, before we started talking about this video, I thought the woman had rubber gloves on. So I'm willing to be convinced. Um, And I think you did it. I think, uh, I like that. I like that. I'm there.
1: into the underworld, and he's in, you know, it really does look like, hell, it's this dark red room, and there's this sort of dark, sexy stuff happening, and, you know, there's this sort of figure who I think is maybe holding an apple i'm looking at a screen grab of it right now hmm. but it feels very symbolic so that's my take
2: i'm, I'm there i really yeah. like that because the um it does
0: look like an apple
2: really i, I not know think... what does
0: that I... mean what's an apple mean i did thought i did think it would it also maybe would continue uh i was just really satisfied because i'm pretty sure it was the same guy from that other video and that and that uh, other video, that Ariel Pink video from January of this year, is is also really great. And th- that was just like a really satisfying moment for me. And I was locked in, j- like I said, just like just on on atmosphere and and just the fact that like I said that like shadowy appearance of the weekend throughout this video was really interesting to me. And so I had no idea what was going on otherwise. Um, but you guys made sense for me and hopefully for other people who've
2: heard this too maybe and uh, Grant Singer has a track history of working multiple times with artists um, which is encouraging I know he's done like multiple Ariel Pink videos he's done multiple Foxygen videos and, and of course Skyfire videos which he's done many of um, so there is definitely the potential for multiple videos of this and you know the weekend is just coming off of his first like massive hit single um with earned it um and for a video that you know it was a good video but i don't know if it was an any sort of artistic achievement so yeah I, and it
0: was tied it was tied heavily to that um
2: to the fifty shades of grey video yeah
0: yeah i think this is going to be a lot, you know this is going to be a lot more um you know uh more m- m- geared towards what his direction as an artist is i mean that other video had people from 50 shades of gray in it mm-hmm. so um i'm i'm assuming that um you know dakota johnson isn't doesn't feature heavily in the weekend's plans as an uh as an artist uh, i could be wrong
2: <laughs> well i mean speaking of like art like Uh, well-known people in music videos, we should talk a a little bit about this Jenny Lewis, She's Not Me video. I'm in. Um, Because...
0: It's got people. It is.
2: (laughs) And anytime I see a music video that is directed by, like, says directed by Jenny Lewis, usually I'm like, uh when, you know, it says the artist has directed the music video. Um, for, For this, I'm totally all in, because just one of the guys from last year was one of my favorite music videos of the year, um, so she's not me. Kind of is on the same path that is directed by Jenny Lewis and also features. Um, if you remember the just one of the guys videos features and like Anne Hathaway and, and Kristen Stewart um, and uh, a bunch of other people, and this one features uh, Fred Armisen of Portlandia and SNL, uh, Feist, uh, Vanessa Bayer of SNL, and uh, Zoja Mamet. Uh, who plays uh, who does she play in Girls Um, oh
1: gosh I should know this right (laughs) yeah
2: I've I've seen every episode of Girls and I can't even remember she's
1: the she's the the annoying one with the eyebrows (laughs) and the (laughs) outfit
2: she's the daughter of uh, playwright David Mamet Um, Mm -hmm.
0: you left out Leo Fitzpatrick though you didn't mention Leo
2: yeah Leo Fitzpatrick is in there um, he's
0: he's he's one of my faves in the video because mm-hmm. he's he's a man with a beard in a Girl Scout uniform Say, or is it a-
2: Shoshana?
1: Shoshana, oh, you beat me in Google. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know how to. Yeah, I was I was quick draw on that. Yeah. um Doug, what were you saying about uh, Leo Fitzpatrick?
0: Just his Girl Scout uniform. I was trying to figure out if it's Girl Scout or brownie, but I'm pretty solid Team Girl Scout at this point.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, brownies. I don't think even are really a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I was a brownie, yeah okay. I retract that immediately, yeah. definitely still
0: a thing, but they would be I think you were brown,
2: yeah, wait, Sammy, what like if you don't mind me asking like what rank in brownie did you rise to
1: i I don't think I had any rank, I was just a regular old brownie <laughs> uh
0: regular old brownie is a good podcast title, um. <laughs> Uh, so, um, is so yeah. This video is very similar to the last one, right? I, it's got maybe a little bit. I don't know if it has anything additional. I mean, I'm I'm on. Board. I like it. I had fun watching it. It's a
2: Golden Girls parody.
0: It does yeah. have a Golden Girls parody. I guess it's got a little bit more depth than the last it video.
1: It has a couple uh, movie references. There's a True Beverly Hills one in there.
2: Mm.
1: Guys, this is. B sides for you, but for me, <laughs> big deal. <laughs> I love that
2: movie. Hey, what, what what is True Beverly Hills?
1: Um, it's uh, it was just like a movie about um, like a bimbo Beverly Hills housewife who like inherits a Girl Scout troop to prove that she like loves her daughter and like turns. The whole organization around with her sort of like legally blonde esque positivity and shopping skills.
2: Is that is that where all, oh, so that's where all the Girl Scout stuff comes from?
1: Yeah, like uh, Vanessa bear's outfit with that big red uh, wig. I'm okay. Wait, I'm I'm googling now. Hang on. <laughs> Shelly okay. Long, yeah, Shelly Long is in it. So wait, is
0: uh, is it is Jenny Lewis in it? No, because they also parody The Wizard with Fred Savage and Jenny Lewis is Jenny Lewis is in that. She's really? like the girl in that movie. Really? Yeah. Um, and then they parody that cover because you know for, you know Fred Savage has got the car. Oh Excuse me.
1: Nice. Fred yes.
0: Arguson has the glove on. And so, are you sure Jenny Lewis isn't in that movie that you're thinking of? What you're- is it called?
1: You're absolutely right. I'm looking at it right now, and Jenny Lewis is listed as a cast
2: member.
0: (laughs) Wow, this video does have more depth. So, yeah, she's remaking her own movies, which is very funny. Uh, Obviously, Jenny Lewis used to be a child star. Uh, I never uh, knew that.
2: I didn't (laughs) know that either, and I, I, I definitely learned that from this video. <laughs> From um, this
0: uh, conversation. Uh yeah, she was a child star and and that's obviously why she does. Whoa, all these whoa, movies.
2: whoa, hold on a second. She was also in uh The Golden Girls.
0: I mean I, yeah, right. This that's gotta be right. Wow.
2: And and you know you know what character she played? A Girl Scout. That's double um, that's two I layers.
0: I think it's getting weird. Yeah, Daisy. She played Daisy the Girl Scout on Golden <laughs> Girls. Like, uh
2: Thank you, Sammy, because uh, we would have completely missed that. Yeah, no,
0: we wouldn't have dug deep. We wouldn't have done it. Because I didn't get it. I was like, why is he... Why are they doing that movie with the power... like, the wizard movie? Uh,
2: so, I, and, and I have literally never heard Troop Beverly Hills at no. all. Oh, it's fantastic, no. you guys. It's fantastic. So- 1989, starring Shelley Long. Um... Amazing, I will watch that this weekend because it looks pretty cool
0: so yeah, like just the cover the that's the exact app. like that is a hundred percent uh cl- like clearly Vanessa Bayer is doing an impersonation of the, of uh Shelly long the red hair uh mm-hmm.
2: and it says Jenny Lewis stars as Hannah Neffler. Phyllis and Fred's daughter who just wants her mother to lead like a normal troop leader. She's also a skilled gymnast.
0: Oh I kind gosh, of I remember Frank this D. cover.
2: Was that Sammy?
1: That so she's like the lead girl in the film, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She's Charlie Long's she's... daughter. This is blowing my mind. Tori
2: spelling was also in this movie, as well as Frankie Frank T. Avalon. Frankie
0: Nelson. Um yeah, I do remember this cover from like when I worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> just like straight it <laughs> up. Uh, like nobody reads it. But like there was uh a You would hundred- have either
2: thrown them shade if they rented it, I bet.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, like no, I would feel like like they would knew something. Like if you're renting this movie, like and you're not a child, uh, in brownies, then, <laughs> <laughs> then like you're you're like you're either some weirdo Craig T. Nelson fan, um, or you're like watching this for some weird like aesthetic purpose, like you just like love like late late eighties movies, uh, like everyone. Um,
2: and in and- the beginning of this video, it says TMZ, like ch- you know, child star something something. I can remember what it was. Right. Um, so that's you know, kudos to Jenny Lewis to making something for making something so self referential without being like overtly self referential because it definitely fits in the visual aesthetic she established with the um, uh, one of the guys videos where it's basically like you know white psych with colors on it which is not which is not white i should mention
1: i think she's wearing the same suit too right she uh i think
2: it's a version of the suit, suit yeah. Um, which is her whole deal for this album the voyager album which is fun yeah. it's it's a, it's like a unique look and I, I i wish i had one of those suits
0: Man, this video gets this video got, like, I liked it already. I just liked it mainly for the, for the dance moves. Um, I liked them all, but, like, after this, after talking about it, I like this video so much more, because of what we just <laughs> uncovered. Like, man, did any, I, I haven't read any, like, buddy writing about this video. I'm sure other people picked it up, uh, picked it up. People are astute on the internet, um.
2: You never know. You <laughs> never know.
0: They could just be like Jenny Lewis dances around with SNL stars and send it post. <laughs> you say you say all those you say all those things and you post things to the internet.
2: Um, that's how that's how I do it, right? Um, you
0: say it out loud.
2: I think we might have covered it as far as music videos, interesting music videos go, this week though. Um, there's a couple more, but but if, did you want to pick one, Doug? That like or or Sammy? What did you have something from this week that you really liked?
1: Ooh, um I really enjoyed of, of the ones we haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. Um from our little watch list.
2: Yeah.
1: Or, or just that I've noticed. Oh, I be <laughs> either like, or uh, well, like
2: which one, like yeah, which one is soars higher like an eagle in your mind.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um I'm torn between Two of them, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Panama. Yeah, the jungle video.
0: That's my fa- that's my favorite. I like this one a lot this week too.
1: I I loved the aesthetic of it. It felt so of a piece, you know. Um, and it's very um, it's very much about filmmaking. Um, I just I, I just really enjoyed falling into this world. You know, sort of deeper and deeper, and trying to figure out what it all meant. And really, I think it's it's just sort of like candy for your eyes. I, I just loved it.
0: Yeah, it really was kind of like candy for your eyes. That's a great um, way to describe it. And I feel like like music videos that show the you know kind of like break the fourth wall or whatever, show you the production of a video during a video, end up feeling really like choppy and and it seems like a little intrusive the showing the production side of things but like there was a really interesting flow to this video and like every time like a light meter entered frame or something like that it like I I don't know it just like feel it felt like it like fit right into the process into like what you were watching everything just like flowed really naturally
2: and there's
1: yeah it almost for me feeling like a story about the person behind the camera you know yeah like these are the women that this person is looking at and um idealizing and and sort of running through their paces and all of these different you know manipulating and things and, and that was a really interesting dynamic
2: so the, one of the like visual pieces in this video that I've never really seen before are these little like boards with all these different colored squares on them um and they're sort of insert you know like put in front of the camera like in the same way like a clapboard would mm-hmm. um and like I've never if these are a thing I I'm not f- familiar with them um I don't know if anybody else knows if these things are real because like you would see a scene and and, and we should mention this is all like styled and shot as if it were like probably like 70s um, you know, maybe like 16 millimeter film. And, you know, this is kind of shoved in the frame, and, like, the, you know, all the squares kind of make up this really, like, beautiful color palette that matches what the frame is. Um, yeah,
0: it, it looks like they're, it's probably something that's used to help in color correction or something to, like, um, be able to, like, identify differences between reds and stuff like that. Like, if you know, if you have with you a board with all these colors, you know what they should look like on your screen mm. uh, based on what you're, you're seeing and it's something tangible in frame that you can bring back with you with all these different colors that match the area so you you know you're getting those right you know those the right colors there because I, I, I've never seen one before either but it, it, to me it seemed like that would be what something like that would be used for uh, but it seems like it's not maybe not used anymore like the fact that they're using light meters and stuff too like all of all that's all of the stuff seems like really like dated, uh, dated technology and stuff that you know was um, like standard in the past and maybe isn't getting used as frequently anymore.
2: Sweet, I think so. That I think that discussion on the jungle video was good.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I think we got it. I think maybe we should try to. Yeah. Transition from that from the conversations slightly more smoothly than that, but yeah, I think we I think we covered it.
2: Um, so yeah, I think I think we covered it. This whole week in music videos, we picked out the best stuff, the things top that...
0: Notch, the top notch high level, the things that we're stuff.
2: referencing eighties movies. Um, <laughs> and so of course, if you want to learn more about LAMVF. You can simply... You, it was, that was nice that you guys were able to snag LAMVF.com. Yeah. Because um, there aren't... And we know very well, there aren't many five-letter domain names left anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, of course, you guys are on Twitter and Facebook and all that. And you also, also have uh, the Dancing Shark, the Left Shark, as your <laughs> sort of mascot for submitting. Because you guys... The call for entries is still open, right? And, and
1: It is. It, Yes, it is still open. You have uh, a couple months still to send in submissions. Tell your friends. Tell your lovers. so <laughs> <laughs> them both.
2: Um, yeah, I I will I will definitely tell my friends and my lovers about it. Um, <laughs> I keep those two groups very separate, right. uh, which yes, is important.
0: I'm curious to know all the people in your lovers uh, category, Adam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, could guess I feel like I could guess a few.
2: That's another podcast, I think. Yeah, um, <laughs> and you should also definitely ch- check out um, uh, Sammy. You produced a documentary uh, that is getting a lot. I see it. Maybe it's because I follow you on Twitter, but I um, see it a lot. And that is this is not a club, narrated by Chris Pine, is one of my favorite a- young actors. One of the young young guns. Can people see this right now, or is it on the festival circuit right now?
1: It's on the festival circuit. It is uh, in the process of acquiring distribution, so it's not available to the general public just yet, but um, anyone out there listening who is interested in speech and debate should go follow the film on social media and support it, because... It's one of the only films about that world, uh, high school speech and debate competitions. It's really funny and it's awesome and it's my baby. So of course it's, I love it and I have to pimp it out.
2: <laughs> it's so interesting because like every time I, I like hear of like really like accomplished people or like people who are super like high achieving and intimidating in that way, they always seem to have done like been like masters at like speech and debate. Um like anytime there's a presidential candidate, they they are always like we're really good at that um did you do speech and debate
1: i did yeah i did speech and debate uh and then i made a movie about it and <laughs> uh my best friend, erica dasher um we met at speech and debate camp when we were 13 because we were super cool but what's interesting about this documentary is it sent si- it sort of shines a light on this like category of speech and debate that not a lot of people know about because there's the kids who give speeches and there are the kids who debate things and then there's this like third bastard category of kids who do competitive interpretation or acting you might call it so if (laughs) if you can picture like a varsity athlete and a theater geek put together traveling the country working with a coach and a team competing at tournaments in acting that's what this film is
2: about i am i'm looking forward to when i can when it's like at the top of netflix and (laughs) and and everybody is is enjoying just like i remember something that may be like sort of in the same vein but it's much younger kids spellbound remember seeing that in in theaters and being so excited about that and like enjoying the documentary so much um uh so that would be awesome yeah if anybody out here like uh, is listening to this like controls a distribution arm of something <laughs> even if it's just like soup like you know right if you distribute yeah, soup the more offers that Sammy has the more leverage that Sammy has so um, we
0: learned you we learned that from Silicon Valley the TV show
2: <laughs> I did yeah that's where I get all my hot tips and tricks um, so Sammy thank you so much for joining us
1: Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for shouting out the doc and, and thank you for being such wonderful friends of the festival. We love uh, having you guys um, involved and seeing what you do and how you guys are growing. It's just awesome.
2: Thank you. listen more music videos every day. If we don't, then then we get one of those. It's like one of those signs that says, you know, so many days since an accident, so many days since we listed zero music videos. So. That's the way we're keeping ourselves in line. Um, and, And sweet. We will see you guys next week.